Are you a character? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Characters Here Podcast. I'm your host, Arthur and artist, Sharday. To get all this personality and entertainment, you can follow me on social media at Characters Here. And for more information, visit CharactersHere.com. Currently residing in Brooklyn, New York, with a bachelor's in human services and a master's in special education, she's a high school special education humanitarian teacher and beauty coach slash makeup artist with seven years of marriage and two boys. She helps educate women on self-care through beauty therapy using beauty and makeup products that can be used in everyday routines. She also has a blog and podcast about motherhood and beauty. At 29 years young and a special guest on Characters Here podcast, Triana Newfield. Welcome to the show. How are you? I am great. Thank you so very much for having me. Um, I just want to say before we even really get into this that I am just so grateful that you even reached out to me for this opportunity. So I just want to say thank you so much. Oh, thank you for wanting to be a part of it. I can't wait to hear everything you have to say. the beginning what was your childhood like any things that you remember uh doing as a kid that kind of inspires you as an adult so um from uh very very young I always really um knew that I wanted to be like um a teacher like that was just something that came to me naturally um I grew up with four other siblings my mom has four girls and one boy um I am her second daughter so um we grew up in like a single household you know my mom was just the only uh primary caretaker so you know things was kind of rough but you know even though things were rough we always like you know had enough and um I appreciate my mom for you know just making sure we were good around that but um because I was the second oldest I guess I always took on a responsibility or role of like you know helping my mom with my younger siblings so Mm -hmm. um like from very young I had like a lot of responsibilities so you know I was cooking cleaning helping with homework um, helping with you know picking up from school dropping off so just like that kind of role just came to me naturally and um I remember like always enjoying helping my siblings with like homework and stuff like that and like my dad would tell me like oh I remember you being young um, you will be in your room and like have your dolls set up like in a classroom and you will be in the front oh. just teaching them things so from like very young like being a teacher or like teaching in some type of capacity which is like what I, I wanted to do that's amazing mm-hmm. do you have a, any like a story that kind of just makes you laugh just thinking about it because I know you have two boys do you like kind of go back to your childhood just in watching them yeah, it's just really, really interesting. First of all, because they're boys, you know, like I'm a girl and <laughs> then like I'm a girly, girly girl. So, you know, like I'm into uh, pink and sparkles and, you know, makeup and being cute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sons, it's just like, you know, polar opposites. It's been interesting just to watch them, you know, academically. Like my, boy, my boys are both strong. Like, you know, they come home with really, really good grades and like I take uh-huh. pride in that. But yeah. um, reading was a passion of mine you know, when I was younger, but my boys are like math geniuses and I suck at math. (laughs) (laughs) And my oldest son is in sixth grade and he comes home with math sometime and I just be looking at him like, you know, but not telling him like, yo, like, I don't know what's going on right now. (laughs) Like, I don't know. (laughs) 
I'm gonna need to Google a few things. Give mommy some time. I'm gonna come back to you. You know, like it's always like, that's always the case. So I just yeah. find that so funny. So funny. Oh my gosh. Now he was like, Mom, you don't understand, okay? I'm trying to be a mathematician out here. Exactly. Like you're gonna be an engineer on your own, bro, because I, I can't. <laughs> that's hilarious were you in any school activities um like yeah like small things like poetry club um I did that in high school um I was on a volleyball team I did that but you know like cute stuff you know I never really did anything that was too strenuous you know I wasn't trying to really work up a sweat you know I was never like I'm always very like trying to be cute you know like that's right (laughs) did you have a role model growing up yeah, so I like, you know, I don't want to be sound like a cliche, but um, uh, Oprah was like uh, a, a big deal for me growing up. Like, I remember one of like my fourth grade teachers, like, she was just so amazing to me. Um, her name was like Miss Lustig, and um, she was like my reading teacher. And, like, I told you, reading was a passion of mine when I was younger, and um, mm-hmm. she really took the time to like pour into me and to like um, tell me, like, basically on a daily basis how brilliant she thinks I am and how she thinks that I'm going to be like the next Oprah you know so that always meant like so much to me especially because Oprah was someone who I looked up to especially like you know being brown skin and not being like that ideal beautiful but still being so successful and powerful within her own right so that um aspect was always like a um beautiful thing to me and you know um being compared to her was something that was like so monumental to me being you know 10 years old so um that was who my role model was Mm -hmm. just in thinking about about like having a role model do you sometimes feel the pressure of having to be a role model or what do you think about role models now that you know you're at the age where you can be someone's influence (laughs) yeah so I think you know I feel like I what I really focus on like trying to do is trying to be the best me um that I Mm. can possibly be and then in doing that hopefully influencing others to do the same um Gandhi has this quote where he says you know be the change that you want to see in the world and um wholeheartedly I believe that you know people follow by example so I just try best to just keep trying to strengthen the things that I'm working on inside myself and um then being like an influence not only to like my children but also the children that I teach the women who I interact with, like just anyone who I come in contact with, I'm trying to be a better person so that I can show them how they too can be a better person in their own right, if that makes sense. Yes, I really like that. Yeah. What was your uh, college experience like and how did you choose your major? Okay, so for me, I had to like, you know, not typical college lifestyle, you know, because um, I got pregnant with my first son um, in my last year of high school. So um, yeah. right while we were getting ready to like apply for schools and stuff like that I was like oh my gosh I'm pregnant you know so I was yeah. just like eh, you're not going to school right now sis so 
I did not start school um right after high school. Um, I took a year off and then I went back and then I totally messed up with that because I wasn't really focused or like grounded. And I'm just gonna be completely honest with you. Um, being like a first time mom, especially like at 18 years old, like when you sort of really truly know who you are, I wasn't really prepared to take care of my son, take care of myself, work full time, and then also be in school. So that kind of went to the wayward side. But then um, two years after I had my son, I was just like, nope, I can't be another statistic. I got to get up, got to do what I got to do. I got to be, you know, a role model for him and let him know that despite making, you know, choices that um, other people may view as like bad, you know, you can still make the best of your circumstances. And that's what I was, you know, destined to do. And I told you I wanted to be an educator. I wanted to be a teacher. But it was going to take me, like, four years if I would have went to the traditional way. And, like, you know, I was already behind two years. So I was like, I'm just going to go to, like, an accelerated college. And that's why I went to Metropolitan College. And I got my... um, be my bachelor's in human services and then now allow me to be able to go ahead um and get my master's because you know I had all the same credits because it's basically like a liberal arts degree and a lot of things transferred over so I got my bachelor's in human services and then I got my master's in special education 7 through 12 teaching students with disabilities wow Mm -hmm. how how does your education help you in your career um accelerated college Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's okay, love. Um, so I think, you know, just working within like human services, um, I think that helped, um, like just deepen my, um, love and appreciation for people and, (laughs) um, um, just the experiences that we go through, through life, you know, um, especially like those bad things that sometimes make people feel like their lives are never going to be better, you know? And, um, I just think that, more than anything people need to feel loved and um I think that that's the reason um why I think I love teaching because I think that when you are helping someone learn something new about themselves or just anything like that it takes time to be like a good and effective teacher like you know I don't believe that anybody can be a teacher a lot of people do just teach but I don't believe that everyone is being an effective teacher because I I feel like at the basis of education has to be love first. You have to love not only what you're doing, but also the people that you're doing it for. So, um, yeah, I believe that, you know, having that human services background that just helped me strengthen, like, you know, my love for people and then combining that with the skills that I learned from my master's in education, I believe it was like a triple threat. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I like that. What do you like about your job? I know often people say, you know, I just like to clock in and clock out. No. <laughs> I wish. No. <laughs> no okay. So, no, I love my job. Like, you know, a lot of people would be like, well, I don't know how you teach high school. Like, my students right? are my babies like I legit feel like I have 300 kids like like legit my students are my children that's how I feel about them um because you know I don't know like I said I just I love like I love them more than just um them being students I love them as people and for like who they are and I'm always trying to like um build up inside of them for them to love themselves despite you know those kinds of like differences that they have because you know um being like a teenager you know they're going through 
all these things you know you're trying to figure out who you are you don't know what you want to do and it's just like I just be there just trying to love on them support them encourage them and I feel like um that's the best part of my job and the summer's off (laughs) are you right (laughs) that is what you have to look forward to (laughs) yes 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 (laughs) what have you learned from your students what have they taught you um I think the thing that um I feel like I learned the most from my students on a consistent basis is just resiliency. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like my students come back every day despite, you know, challenges that they may be going through academically, socially, emotionally, whatever it is, they get up and they come back. And um, I feel like that's just like, the what life is about like no matter what you are faced with what challenges come your way it's not about how you fall but it's about how you get up and that that to me is um what my babies have taught me just keep getting up and coming back (laughs) that's like getting a boost of energy every day (laughs) yes (laughs) like my students Uh like you know we're on vacation and they're still texting me like oh miss brian what you doing like what you oh what you eating it's just (laughs) y'all like uh we on vacation could y'all let me get a break (laughs) no but it's okay because that's just the relationship that i have with them like they're legit my babies right oh that's so how did you become a beauty coach and makeup artist okay so (laughs) this story is a little bit more um it's a little bit more different so after I had my second son um I had went through postpartum depression and Mm -hmm. and going through that postpartum depression I had um allowed myself to basically like lose myself um like my self-esteem plummeted like um I wasn't really taking good care of myself I had gained like you know um an excessive amount of weight unhealthy eating habits um Mm -hmm. my relationships with you know not only my husband with friends everything was just crazy just like in this really like dark place so Long story short, I was up one night with my son, um, and I was, you know, doing homework or whatever, and I was on YouTube, and in the beauty video, the girl was doing her eyebrows, and, you know, she didn't have no makeup on, and she was just in her room, just chilling, and putting her makeup on, listening to music, you know, vibing out, feeling really, really good about herself, and it made me smile, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so nice, like, what is she doing, you know? And, like, from then, I just got hooked, and I just went and watched, like, YouTube all day, all night. Like, I just, YouTube became, like, my TV shows, you know? Like, (laughs) I was always watching videos, no matter what I was doing. And then, from then, I just started, you know, practicing and buying everything I saw in the videos and going home and trying it and practicing on my friends and my mom. And and then it became, like, this big thing where I was just, wow, I really love this this is amazing I love the way it's making me feel I love the way you know it's helping me um find like creativity and like you know I'm learning a new skill for myself and all these good things and um it just lets me go in and applying for a job at Mac and I ended up getting a job there and like you know basically like learning most of like you know what I know about makeup from you know my experiences at Mac and working with different people and then I was just like oh my gosh this is amazing and I love it and um I became like a freelance makeup artist on my own 
And then I said to myself, like, I know for a fact I, I can't be the only mom going through this kind of struggle. Like, I can't be the only one who felt this way. I can't, you know, it has to be other people. And I was just like, I think I need to talk to them. Like, I think I need to reach out. I think I need to need to let them know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and that, you know, things are going to be okay. And I can teach them how to do makeup, too. So, oh. that's, that's basically how I came up with my idea. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Just with that alone, have you had any, like, uh, well, just people who've said anything, it's like, you know, that makes you keep doing it. Because yeah. I kind of feel like after you're doing something for a while, you kind of get stuck. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you're not growing in it, but you get a message from someone that kind of just makes you feel like, okay, I am doing the right thing. All the time, like all the time. And I just be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, cause I, I think that's just, that's just a human thing. Like, you know, when you out oh, there and yeah. you're trying to put yourself out there and you're doing things and you may not feel like you're not, that you're reaching people because you're not yeah. seeing things instantly. So you think, right. like, dad, nobody hearing me, you know, so maybe I should quit. Right. But then you get that message and somebody's like, no, I love you. Your message, you're inspired. Like, and, and, and it's just like you said, that's the thing that revitalizes you. Like, yo, Trey, you can't stop doing what you're doing. And even right. like the two reaching out to me, like, oh, my gosh, I want you to be on my podcast. I was like, what? <laughs> like, you had me stuck. I was like, me for real? Like, okay, this is, this is good. Like, and it made me feel so amazing like that you know somebody actually wanted to hear my message so yes I get messages like that often text messages you know even my friends because I'm just like their their personal makeup coach so does your job as a beauty coach or makeup artist ever influence your job as a teacher and does it happen vice versa how do they like uh correlate um so a lot of the times because of you know my love for makeup and you know I wear makeup to work and, you know, you know, fun colors and blush and I be glowing and stuff. And the girls always, um, you know, what's that? Like, you know, what what you wearing? Like, what you like? Like, you know, my, 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 my beauty sense and like, you know, the way I dress and all that kind of stuff, it always intrigues like my female students. So we, we discuss a lot of things around like, you know, beauty and self image and self love and, you know, all those types of things, because I want them to understand that beauty is much, much more than like makeup. Like, you know, I need them to understand that. It doesn't matter how pretty you look when you have on makeup if you feel ugly on the inside. Like, I need them to understand that that that's what matters first and foremost. So, yes, I may wear makeup all the time. You may think it looks nice, whatever the case may be. But understand that at the bottom of it, I'm also um, a person who's working on, like, you know, my self-image and loving myself and things like that. And those two things go hand in hand, you know. That's what I want them to understand. So that's kind of how my my makeup influences my um, teaching. (laughs) No, and then you're working with kids and you're working with adults. Yeah, Yeah, it's just like women and girls. And I just think that um, a lot of, I I just think that our our women, our baby girls, they need, you know, a lot of support and encouragement, like on a consistent basis. So even when I talk to my students, like, I refer to them, you know, I think like, you know, as beautiful and lovely and gorgeous and, you know, all those nice things because I need them to hear it on a consistent basis, you know, I need them to know that like I see them and like, you know, I think they're beautiful despite how they're feeling about themselves. Like I see you boo and I think you're beautiful. So that's what I be trying to do for them. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's amazing. With Mm -hmm. that, 
you're being an encourager. Who are the people that encourage you that uplift you when you're feeling down or sad? Um, I I like to say that um, <laughs> I have a few. So my support system um is small, but it's quite solid and effective. Um, my best friend, like we talk about everything. You know, we spent the last twelve years growing up together, so right. we just like he's my everything so much more than just you know my partner he's just he's my right. life so that's definitely part of my support system and um, I have my my old my one of my older cousins who I absolutely love she's the one who takes my pictures and helps me with oh. like my p- ideas for my podcast and she shopping yeah. and like you know all, just everything she's my everything um and then like you know my I have my mom and then I have um, women who I met on this whole journey um, right through like trying to become like a beautypreneur so um a couple of you know uh associates from work so i i just have a nice group of women around me um you know i have a few mentors people women who i've looked up to who are um also helping me you know grow so it's yeah. just those are some of the people who are around me that's helping me continue to be a better me <laughs> oh yeah that's amazing just surrounding yourself with oh my goodness it mm-hmm. feels like it puts you a, a step ahead <laughs> yeah in the right direction you know yeah I, I think that you should hang around people who um inspire you or people who are at a level that you're trying to attain like um right. so that you can continue to grow and um reach forward and I think that's probably why I hang out with a lot of older women (laughs) (laughs) a lot of older women and um I say that with um so much regard and gratitude because I feel like with age comes knowledge and I feel like they have wisdom that I have yet to attain and hanging around them is going to just ultimately help me become well more well-rounded and they have the things that I'm hoping you know to have one day you know homes and you know uh, uh a good you know secure um family system and going on vacations you know just things that you know we all want to you know have one day those are the kind of people i want to have around me so that you know pretty soon (laughs) i can have those (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what advice can you give someone who wants to teach others whether it be a high school teacher or just a business in teaching I wholeheartedly believe in you loving what you do um, so that when you have to go do it, it never becomes a burden. Um, I do think that, you know, things from time to time can become, you know, a little bit, you know, tiresome and things like that. But I feel like ultimately when you're loving what you're doing, like you don't look at those days when it gets tough as, you know, something to dread. You look at it as opportunities for you to improve and things that's going to help you grow. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Is there a quote you, well, earlier you mentioned the quote by Gandhi. Yes. Um, (laughs) It was be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. Is that one of the quotes that helps you? And could you give us another quote? Because I feel it that you have another quote. (laughs) Um, Do I have another quote? I think it's be the change you want to see in the world. And then I feel like the golden rule is the most essential. And I, I truly believe in treating people how you want to be treated like you know if you wouldn't want something being done to you you shouldn't do it to other people like and that's just how I feel that's a true statement yeah so are you on any new projects or personal goals yes and I'm super excited about this um I didn't um I didn't talk about it yet even to like you know my mom community or whatever but um my everyday makeup guy which is basically just like um a guy that basically walks you through the steps that you should take in order to create your um everyday beauty routine 
Mm-hmm. Um, I truly believe that um, makeup should reflect your true beauty and like you know emphasize your natural beauty um if you've ever seen my work you'll notice that I like to emphasize very very natural soft looks like um Mm -hmm. I like for my clients and the women who I teach makeup to still look like themselves but just only you know naturally enhance you know um (laughs) I think it's important like I told you that um people celebrate their natural beauty and the things that make them, you know, them. So right. that's what I try to do with my makeup. So in this guide, I'm just walking you through the basic steps and um, things that you should think about when you are purchasing um, makeup, like, you know, skincare. Mm-hmm. Skincare is essential to your makeup oh, yeah. being flawless. And I think a lot of people skip that part, you know. Like, no, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you that's true. You know, <laughs> wearing makeup, sis, and not washing your face or not having, yes. like, a, a skincare routine in place. So, you know, we talk about skincare. Then we talk oh. about foundations and the different types of foundations that you can purchase. And then... Right the different tools that you could use and then like, you know, the purpose of blush and highlight and how to choose lipsticks for every day. We just go through that. So that's my guide that I'm working on. And um, I'm really, really excited to be launching that um, really soon. And it will be on sale for $10. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) I really want to support you when you do the So I'll be following you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the serious part of the interview like or like I like to call it and we're going to get into my favorite part which is the random uh crazy questions <laughs> that's okay I like crazy <laughs> so are you ready yes I'm ready okay first question what was the last concert you went to <sighs> a while ago the last concert I went to was probably three or four years ago and it was to see my favorite person or she's not my favorite but my alter ego Rihanna at the Barclays and it was I took my husband and he listened to me belt out Rihanna all <laughs> night right next to him and it was super amazing like wow <laughs> long time yeah oh my goodness now nah, she puts on a good show <laughs> she's amazing. like even my husband he was like he's like you know even though I was mad that she was young the whole night it was still good and I was like I told you she's amazing <laughs> like, you gonna have fun okay it's rewrite everything yes <laughs> what was your childhood nickname Oh, so um, my name is Triana. So I was either called Trey or Fatty because I was like kind of really chunky when I was uh-huh. young. So my family used to call me Fatty. And um, I hated it when I was younger, but now I think it's kind of cute. And my granddad, yeah. even though I'm 29, he still calls me that. And I love him daily for it. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. my goodness. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if you have your favorite meal in front of you, can you describe the foods? Well, what are the foods that are on your plate? Can we just do like foods? It probably wouldn't be like a one yes. piece of meal. All right, right. So pepper shrimp, um, macaroni and cheese, mm. candy yams. Mm. I want some jerk chicken. Mm. I would like um, a side of bakes and saltfish, probably spinach and cabbage because those mm. are my favorite vegetables. So that would be like my plate of goodness. Oh, potato salad. Oh, I love potato salad. Sorry. Oh, mm, my yeah. God. Okay. I'm a big time foodie. I love food. <laughs> I'm Girl. up here trying not to cry. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> if you could live anywhere for a year, it's all paid for. Where would you live and why? 
So I would probably live somewhere kind of warm because I just think that um, <laughs> it's important that my body core temperature and my complexion stay at a certain level. And mm-hmm. that's the browner the better. And that means I need yes. to be in the sun, girl. I need to be on somebody's island. So if I yes. can stay somewhere for a year, it would probably be in Jamaica where my husband is from. Uh, and uh, we would hang out on a beach and drink drinks yes. <laughs> and live life and listen to some reggae spend time yes. with family and just be cooling that's what we'll be doing oh, yes. yeah. that sounds like summer all year yes. right yes. <laughs> if you could be any character from any tv show cartoon movie or book what character would you be and why hmm. character movie oh my gosh this is really really tough <laughs> you know, I don't know because like I um that that's a hard question. Mm-hmm. If I could be anybody, oh, I know who I would be. So I would probably be like Okoye from the Dormelage and Black Panther because I think that she is so fierce and beautiful, and she can fight and she can rock a red dress and heels like she's so popular. So. That's who I would be, girl. That's who I would be. Oh, perfect. (laughs) And how can people reach you? Oh, yeah. So you can most definitely um, follow me on Instagram. That's probably, like, my favorite place to hang out. And it's at um, I underscore am underscore Makeup Mommy. Um, I have my blog that you can definitely check out, um, MakeupMommy.club. And then I have my podcast that you can definitely listen to where I talk more about like my beauty um, story, uh, my my life being a mom and just, you know, just daily struggles of like being a woman and working and all those types of things. And that is Confessions of a Makeup Mommy on Apple iTunes. Perfect. Yes. Oh my goodness. So much fun. <laughs> Thank you so much really again for having me. hearing your story. This was like I feel like I get I feel like I'm cheating almost because I get to talk to some amazing people around these United States uh-huh. <laughs> and I get so much knowledge like you're just, just the part where you were saying how you know people send you stuff to remind you you know what you're doing what you love to do is something that is not going you can take it for granted mm-hmm. so that that helped me out of there. I was like oh yeah. you gonna make me cry <laughs> no it's the truth I'm telling you like I, I know I said it already, but just the fact that you asked me, like, to even just be here, like, that just spoke volumes. I just think that it's just great. And I also believe in the power of collaboration and, like, you mm-hmm. know, just talking to people, learning from others, and, you know, just sharing and not knowing, right. like, you know, who you could, you know, potentially meet or work with. So I'm right. here for all of that. Mm-hmm yes mm-hmm. thank you so much Triana. everybody please go follow Triana. and um i was up here trying to look for you okay i found you i found you on instagram <laughs> so i'm following now <laughs> yes yes girl i look forward to you know helping you in your beauty journey and thank yes. you so much again for having me on your podcast i hope you have a great week thank you you too love thank you so much for listening to characters here podcast we would love to be a part of your life So leave us a review right now. And remember, don't be a stranger, be a character. Be a character.